Welcome to Real Estate Business Explained. On this show, we share insights to what it really looks like to build a real estate business from the inside, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm Sean, and as a coach and trainer, over the past 15 years, I've seen it all, and I wanna share what I've learned with you. So whether you're just getting started or you've already got a lot going on and you're just looking for something new, I'm confident there's gonna be something here for you. Let's get into it. Hey, welcome to today's episode. And I'm Sean Provencher, I'm the host of the podcast. Today, we're going to dig in and really talk about mentorship. And this is something that can embody a, a whole variety of different delivery methods and, and ways that you find it or, or the people and the level. And, and it's something that I want to unpack a little bit because it's had a profound effect on me. And it's something that when you look at people who are massively successful, like just those people who you can't believe what they've achieved with their lives, invariably a huge part of the reason that they've been so successful was because they built mentorship into their lives. So for me, my story with mentorship kind of starts out with me, frankly, being a little bit misled through myself. Like I, I started out when I first started my business and my career, I started out with the perspective that was the complete opposite of what I have today. My perspective was that I didn't need anyone to show me how to do it because they were all idiots anyways, and I was going to find a better way to do it. So my perspective getting into real estate was that I was going to crack the code. I was going to create a new way of doing this business. I was going to come up with something someone hadn't done before and reinvent it. And while there is a time and place for creativity in business, and I'm a huge advocate of being creative, it frankly led me through a lot of challenges. Like the first five years in my career, I... I don't want to use the word struggle because I, I did, wouldn't say I struggled. I actually did pretty well because I worked my buns off and I, I am a creative person. I came up with all kinds of cool stuff, but I was riding this roller coaster where I was experiencing different things all the time. I had no metrics to see what was working. And frankly, it was, it was tiring, right? Like if you're always trying something new and always creating something new and you're always experimenting, what can happen is it's really bumpy. Uh, you, you think about it, um, from the perspective of the people around you too. And like, if if you're driving a sports car, you can go around a corner really fast and it's gonna hug the road. You'll be tied into your seat really well. You're not gonna feel it. Um, the, the bigger you get and the more you are, have people around you, your sports car starts to turn into a bus. And if, if you whip around the corner on a bus going the same speed as you just did in your little hot rod, the people on the back of the bus aren't gonna have a nice ride. So I just, what happened was we were building, we were trying things but we weren't allowing ourselves to be open-minded about following systems or techniques or, or just learning from other people. And it was a bumpy ride. It was a bumpy ride, not just for the people that we brought in, because I've always been a big advocate, even before I learned a lot about it, of, of having people there to help, having people on my team, having people in my organization. Like I've always, I've always loved that aspect. Um, but not just for them, it was bumpy for myself. And so, my experience was that I got up to a certain point and we had a few years because I was working with my brother. We had a few years in a row that we just hit the same ceiling year after year. We were just, we, we had reached the cap of, uh, it was a combination of our skill level multiplied by the amount of work we were willing to do. So we capped. And after a few years, we, we kind of looked around and we didn't really know what to do next. We were frustrated. We were kind of burnt out and we knew that something had to change because we knew that we had more potential than this. And so what we did was we said, okay, you know what? I'm going to just open myself up to, to learning, to mentorship. And I want to 
put myself in, in a different conversation, in a different room, and I'm gonna try some things that other people have tried before me. So my first experience with mentorship was actually through some of the leadership at my office bringing me in two courses that they were holding. So it wasn't even a formal thing one-on-one. -on -one. My first mentorship was just me being open to learning and putting myself in, in rooms with people who were skilled, who were talented. And then what I did was I'd attend the courses, I'd attend the training, but I'd always try to sit down next to someone who seemed like they knew what they were doing. And I just picked their brain. What, what are you doing? What's working for you? Uh, what, what, what didn't work? Like, what, what can you share with me to avoid? And it was amazing to find how open people were to sharing. It was amazing to see the, the level of people that would open their playbook and say, hell yeah, you know, here's what I do. And it, this part was really easy. This part was tricky, but here's what you can do and what I do differently. And so my first mentorship was literally just being in that room. But what happened was through that, my business completely transformed. We purposefully started implementing everything that we could. And, you know, our business came close to doubling the first year. The year after that, we added three, four hundred thousand dollars in transactional volume. And every year after that, our business was taking these leaps and bounds in terms of growth. And based on the success that I'd had, I opened myself up even more. I said, you know what, I'm going to just completely change my mindset to I don't have a clue what I'm doing. Please show me. And so I hired coaches. I started flying out to events and taking part in like all these amazing experiences that I've been able to, so fortunate to be able to take part in. And I completely transformed not just my business, but myself. And so through this, I've had a lot of coaches. I've had a lot of coaches. I've had a lot of um, learning opportunities. I've been members, a member of a lot of different mastermind groups where we get together and we share, we learn, we challenge each other. And over the course of it, um, it's become something that I'm wildly passionate about. And it's actually become something that I'm, I'm even more purposeful about now than I was before. And it's a big part of why I started a coaching company. It's why I built Endgame Coaching. And, and it's why I chose that this is where I want to be because it's had such a profound impact on me. So with this, I hope that you'll experiment with it. And it doesn't need to be that you hire a coach. It doesn't need to be that you do anything specific. A mentor could just be as simple as having someone come in who's already done what you're, you've, you're looking to do. And you just have that person, um, you know, maybe take a call once a month or every three months, or maybe you're lucky enough that you get to connect with them every week or two. And, and it could be short, just, you know, here's what I'm doing. Here's the, you know, maybe share some accountability with them and they give you feedback, they give you advice, and then you get back out, you go kick some more butt. So in finding a mentor, one of the first things that you need to think about is what kind of mentorship you need, because foundationally there are different types of people out there who can lead you. Um, there'll be different specialties. There'll be different skill sets that the person who's mentoring you can have, right? So think about this. The majority of people struggle with accountability. Only about maybe 5% of the population. A lot of people think it's even less, like maybe 2%. So only a very, very small percentage of the population will be people who can self-lead, who can self-hold them, themselves accountable who will say, I'm going to go and this is my commitment for this week or this month, and they will just make it happen no matter what. A very small percentage of people will do that. And the cool thing is, um, there's a whole brand of accountability and coaching that really just speaks to that. Like, there's, uh, I, I would say, one of the predominant skill sets 
in coaching and, and mentoring people is accountability. It's saying, okay, well, you know, for the past two weeks, you said you were going to do blank and you didn't do blank. So which of your dreams do you want to cross out to reflect the fact that you're not, you're not going that direction now with your life, or are you going to just change the goal? Or do you think that maybe there's a way that we look at your schedule and this week you make a commitment that if you don't do this, something is going to happen. So accountability is a foundational piece that the vast majority of the population, like high 90 percentile, just needs if they're going to be successful. A lot of people just don't have the self-starter built into them that they're going to go do that. So that that might be the one thing that you need. And frankly, I'm going to say that if you do struggle with accountability, all the business planning and inspiration in the world isn't going to get you where you need to be. If, if you don't have that one foundational piece getting started, I mean, there's no point in doing any other kind of mentorship because you could have all the best ideas in the world and it's going to be like having a, a Lamborghini without any gas in the tank. You're not going to get anywhere with it. Action is the foundation of everything. Okay. With that said, once you have action, well, what do you need next? A lot of the time, I think what people need is someone to inspire. So another kind of mentor that I would look at and um, a great example of this in the mentorship and, and training and, and the, the world is someone who can do inspiration um, is Tony Robbins. I mean, that guy lights you up, right? He gets you inspired. He makes you think about what you can do next. What, what can you do to think bigger? What's possible, right? That huge vision kind of mindset. So I think the next piece is uh, someone who's going to stretch your thinking, someone who's going to inspire you. And I've seen so many people get into business without a real clear perspective on how big they can actually get. And it's really exciting, myself included, to, to be in a business that you got into thinking that you might be able to make 100 grand a year and then realizing that you can make 500 grand a year or you can make a million dollars a year. There's, there's, there's no limit to what's possible. It only comes down to, are you willing to do the work and do you have a plan that's good enough that's going to get you there if it's executed correctly? Okay. So I think that another part of mentorship is really showing people what's possible, helping them understand like you can be more than you're seeing yourself. I see more in you than you're seeing in yourself right now and helping people to unlock that. Okay. And then the last type of mentorship, and this is actually kind of where I tend to gravitate because I'm obsessively a big thinker. I drive people crazy with like, you know, I'm always thinking 30 steps down the road. Um, and I'm also fortunately someone who I've got a, a fair deal of discipline. So I've, I've got the accountability stuff cooked in pretty well for myself. The next level is just answers. And this is where you look to find mentorship from someone who's walked the path. You want to be around that person that has the washboard abs and makes a million dollars a year, or, you know, the person who has a, a family life that you're envious of because it's, it's what you're pursuing, it's what you want to have in your life. It's, you want to have that person that can look over your shoulder and say, no, 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 that's a mistake. And here's why you can do it if you want, and I'll still support you, but here's what the next three steps could look like if you have a, a bad turn ahead of you here and, and here's how you avoid it. So this is one that I also think is really powerful and it's what I usually look for when I'm looking for a coach is I want someone who can show me how to take me from where I am to where they are, right? And then beyond that, ideally. 
So an example of something that I look for is someone who's built a business to the scale that I want. Someone who's built a business with the amount of leverage to it that I want. Like my coach right now, um, he's only involved in leadership and it's not a day-to-day -day leadership, it's executive leadership. Things that he plans out with his team are carried out within the team. And that's how I'm building my business. I'm not there yet, we're a startup, we're still putting the wheels on, but I wanna be around that mindset so I'm getting the structure in place. How about the other aspects of your life, your family, the, the financial wealth you're building outside of your business? That's a huge, huge piece that people miss. They keep investing and investing and investing in their business. They forget, like, you need to take money out of your business to fund your life. That's the most important thing. Okay, so the three main categories that I think that you'll find mentorship or coaches focused in on is either accountability, inspiration, or just um, providing you with exposure to someone who's done it. I like to think about it as answers. Like I want an answers coach. I want a coach who's gonna say, okay, well, no problem. If that's what you wanna do, here are the three things to watch out for. And I wouldn't do it this way. I'd probably think about doing it this way, but here's a couple other ideas, okay? So where do you find mentors? Where would you find someone who would help you this way? And, and here's the weird thing. A lot of the time you can get them for free. And I, I run a coaching company, so I'd, I'd love to have you hire us to put you with a coach. But here's the truth. A lot of the time, if you are the right mentee, the right person who's going to receive leadership, a lot of people would be happy to check in with you. It gives them a bit of a do-over. It gives them the chance to say, hey, you know what? I've had a great career. I, one, want to give something back. And two, I see this kid. I, they're kicking butt. I want to give them something. And it gives them the chance, what they get in return is they get the chance to see you avoiding some of the pain that they went through, some of the challenges that they had. And there's, there's a, a satiation in that. Like there's a pleasure that they can get from that. So don't think that just because someone's at a really high level, they might not assist you for free. A great idea of where you could look for this kind of mentorship would be in an organization that you're a part of. So think about it. If you're part of a brokerage, if you sit on the board, like at your on your real estate board, if you sit on a committee, look for people who you've made a contribution to, that you're part of their ecosystem, and say, hey, I'm I'm really looking to work hard, build my business, and I, I'm looking for someone who can guide me. It's not a massive commitment, but I'm looking for someone that I can bounce ideas off, and then in return, um, I'm going to implement. I'm going to implement, and I'm going to share what I learn and, and be eternally grateful. I'm wondering if I might be able to connect with you periodically. A lot of the time, people who are not willing to take coaching clients might say yes to this because it's a smaller commitment on them and they can tell you to get out of their face if you don't do what you're going to say you're going to do, right? They don't want to do the accountability part. They want to do the inspiration and the answers part, okay? Now, the next place that you can look for mentorship is through travel. And this would often be more in a group setting, but don't underestimate groups. Some of the best mentorship I've gotten in my life has been in a room with 200 people, right? I'm, part of my story is that I was invited at a, at a young age into Gary Keller's top aging group. So 200 of the, the top minds in an organization of 150, 180,000 people get together four times a year led by, you know, him himself, the Oracle. And we just spent two days thinking and talking and challenging each other and, and learning. 
And this was an incredible experience. So what groups could you join? What, frankly, what seminars could you go to? What people in those environments could you become connected with in the future? I'll share a story. I went to a business planning event um, and this was down in Florida. I show up at this event on the first day I sit down, right? I managed to scroll myself a seat right near the front. I'm all excited. I'm, an e I'm a keener when I go to these things. So I'm there early, I sit down. Two people sit down next to me. Both these people had just bought private aircraft, not for travel, as toys. One of them was a drone, the other one was like this water plane thing. And um, one of them was 800,000 American, the other one was five, 600,000 American that they just bought as toys. So you imagine, I didn't, I didn't want anything from these people, but your brain starts to think like, these are literally the people who you get to sit down next to when you put yourself in this environment. So what environments are you putting yourself in through travel? What, what groups are you a member of that you'd have that reason to say like, you know, hey, Sarah, you know, we met last month. I was super inspired by you. I was just wondering if maybe I could grab you and pick your brain for 10 minutes sometime, right? One of my coaching clients has a podcast and the whole reason that they started their podcast, awesome podcast, is called Sales Beast. Um, the whole reason that they started their podcast was because they wanted the opportunity to get coached by people that they couldn't get to coach them. So they made a podcast so they could ask these people questions. <laughs> it's brilliant, right? Um, so that's the second one is to travel and connect, build yourself a network. The third piece is if you're looking for mentorship, you're looking for leadership, don't be afraid to pay. People look at this, um, when they first look at it, they look at it as frivolous. I'm gonna give 12,000 or 20,000 to a coach or to my learning budget. This is an investment. If you run a business, the best investment you can make is in people. But if you are a business owner, the best investment above anything else, and this is actually, take it back, this isn't even just for business owners. The, the best investment a business can make is in people, but the best investment that you can make is in yourself. We get one shot at life, right? Don't you want to know how to do it well? You see people who seem to have everything they want. Don't you want to have everything you want? Well, go talk to them. Who cares if it takes a little bit of money? Money passes. That's just something that's part of our, our, our journey what your experience is, the time that you spend, the things that you get to create and, and have and, and who you get to be, that's all you get. So don't be afraid to spend money, okay? And then with mentorship and learning and growth, one other thing that I see a lot of people doing that they gravitate towards one specific formula. I want to, uh, a classic example, I want to have a uh, one day class in my office. That's what I'm gonna learn. I'm gonna go to all those classes. I'm gonna have a half hour coaching call. And don't get me wrong, like I, I host one hour or a half hour coaching calls all the time with people. I have one day courses that I host all the time. This is stuff that works really well, but I've also had great learning experiences where you know there's a monthly connection that you make. I've had great learning experiences where it's just a couple times a year. The best investment you can make in personal growth in terms of dollar for return is just books. Read books, get Audible or get something. Podcasts now are an amazing, amazing opportunity as well. So there's a lot of more reasonable ways that you can make this happen if you don't have the investment available right now. And um, 
be open to all kinds of formats for how you can receive information. It's a great opportunity. And no matter what, the most important thing is to seek, seek it and ask for it. Don't be afraid, right? You, you will be amazed who will say yes when you just say, hey, you know, I'm curious. I'd love to pick your brain. Do you think you, you might be willing to take a coffee with me and my business partner? Or, you know, my wife and I wanted to ask you about investing. Can, can we sit with you and, and maybe just have a 20-minute call? So what's next? Well, the first thing that I'll say is this is a journey. This is something, it's not like you, you arrive. This is something that my hope is you're going to continue through your entire life and it's a constant growth opportunity. So what does that look like? Well, I think that you should have goals and have a vision for how you want to grow as a person. Think about the life wheel, right? Uh, health and wellness, spirituality, wealth, uh, business and career, work-life balance, parenting, family, relationships. Um, and for me, I also have goals surrounding exploration and fun because I think I, if I'm going to live the most balanced life, I want all of those things to be in check. So wh where are you? If you've ever done the exercise, you draw it out on a wheel and certain parts of it get condensed. Where are you running a bit of a flat tire? Where are you already strong? Maybe you could give back to someone in an area that you already have a great understanding of, and maybe you should look for support in an area that you're struggling with. I see people all the time, because I say this is a journey. I see people all the time saying, oh, when I get blank, I'll do blank. You know, when the business is doing better, I'll take a week off. When I have the money, I'll start investing. When I have... Um, when I when the kids are in school, I'm going to get my time back. No, fuck that. Forget someday. Forget this notion that someday you're going to start being able to have every, everything's just going to click in in a couple of years. You will wait till 2197 before everything just clicks and your life is easy. There's always going to be challenges. Start living the life you want to live now, and find people who can help you understand how to make that happen. There's there's all kinds of areas that you can focus on that would enrich you. And it doesn't, people always think that mentorship and training and learning is about goals and wealth. It doesn't have to be about that at all. Your most important thing right now might be health related. It might be time related. It might be a relationship that you're struggling in. Go and find mentorship and invest in that. That is the best investment because if you start by building yourself a really solid foundation of you, of your, your life being put together, you being happy, you feeling fulfilled, rested, energetic, you know, and peaceful. If you can start doing that, everything else is going to start to click. That's when things start to fall in place. Not if you wait long enough and then the business does some magical thing that everything works. Okay. Think about one thing in your life that would be foundational and improving everything else if you could just put it in place and go find someone to help you with that. Go find someone to kick your butt. Go find someone who has the answers or, or might be able to inspire you. Best case scenario, maybe they do all three. And don't be afraid to invest in it if that's what you need to do to get the mentorship that you want. I've invested insane amounts in personal growth and I actually have goals to continue investing more and more. Like five years from now, I'd like to be investing the better part of half a million a year in personal development because that's what I love. That's my priority. It doesn't have to be that for you. It could be that, you know, this year it's a few thousand, next year it's a few tens of thousands or, or whatever, but have a plan.
for how you're going to bring these opportunities and this leadership into your life. You'll be grateful for it and you'll have a better life for it. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.